0: Forgive me for being out of order. I guess I just wanted to hear the choir that much that I just had to to hop down for it. Today's Centering Prayer is a version of the Bodhisattva Prayer for Humanity. Please join me in an attitude of prayer or meditation, and after the prayer we will have a short time of silence. May I be a guard for those who need protection. When I seek protection, may I find it and share it. For those who wish to cross to a further shore, may I be a boat, a raft, a bridge. May I be open to the companionship of others as I make my way to places still before me. May I be a lamp in the darkness for all who seek it. May that light be never extinguished from my own sight and my own heart. May I be a resting place for the weary and be healing medicine for all who are sick. May I know the solve of others for my own afflictions, whether of the body or of the mind or of the heart. Where others see scarcity, may I see a vase of plenty, a tree of miracles. As part of the boundless multitudes of living beings, may I bring sustenance and awakening, freedom from sorrow, and may I delight in our common existence. Holding most tenderly those with broken hearts, let us sit together in stillness for a period of seven breaths. for all the people we carry in our hearts. Amen. Gratitude practice as a way of living is summed up well by the refrain from our hymn, from you Together we share, and from this we live. In this sermon, I'd like for us to consider gratitude as a spiritual practice. It's my primary spiritual practice, my secondary being prayer. Professing gratitude and offering up prayer go hand in hand as spiritual practices. First, one identifies those things that have brought ease and beauty to one's life, or those things that make us sad or even angry. And then one offers up something, words, a song, burnt offerings, in recognition and thanks for all one has received. There is value in all that we receive, positive, negative, or neutral. It's our perspective that matters. I had a friend once who used to say, with some sarcasm, it's all perfect, Michelle. I just can't see the perfection from here. I'm reminded of Leonard Cohen's song, Anthem, which speaks to the heart of this message. Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. The trick, as I see it, is finding our way to being thankful for the cracks in everything, in our relationships, our bodies, our world. Because once we do find our way to gratitude, our lives are transformed for the better by its alchemy as Melody Beattie frames this transformation in today's reading. This spiritual path of gratitude practice has become particularly important to my work as a hospice chaplain, both for myself and for the folks I serve. We chaplains and our congregants, which includes all the staff at facilities as well as my patients and families, we live with trauma on a daily basis. I think this spiritual discipline is useful for anyone who is a trauma survivor, in the broadest sense, as who among us here has not endured trauma in their lives at some point. Living in our cities, we endure trauma regularly through the violence that permeates everyday life in large ways and in small ways. Gratitude in hospice means living into the paradox of life and death. Gratitude for being alive today, in this moment, knowing that the next day or the next moment may be otherwise. We know not the day or the hour, says the Christian Bible in the Gospel of Matthew. But even folks of other theologies know this fundamental paradox in their very bones. It is old wisdom, one reflected in the falling leaves, whose beauty we appreciate for the brief time they are here, before they decompose and transform into compost, the cycle of life continuing ever onward. In hospice, we learn to have gratitude for the tiny things people can do, like patients opening their eyes to gaze upon a loved one, or out a window opening onto a sunrise, the precious moment of a new day dawning, and the privilege of being alive to experience it. I have gratitude for actions like a patient taking my hand while I sing hymns with them or pray aloud for them. Indeed, the Shaker hymn we sung today speaks truth. What a gift it is to be simple, tis a gift to be free, free of expectations, and the ability to be receptive to what another being wishes to give us, to hold out our hands and gently receive with love whatever we are given someone's love, someone's joy, pain, anger, sorrow, kindness. I have often said that when people are dying, we who support them should remember that we are not there to really give them much beyond our presence and our love. We are there to receive from them whatever they wish to give away before they transition before the Spirit moves them. When we can receive their gifts, whatever they are, with gratitude and with reverence, we are blessed with grace and with growth, precious gifts in and of themselves. My patients and I practice gratitude for our bodies, divine and natural, a product of star stuff, atoms, the common denominators of the universe. Each of us has a body, and it is beautiful in its complexity, aesthetically lovely in the way the parts make up the whole. We may practice gratitude for the lessons the body teaches us, patience with our inevitable limitations, tenderness for our gentle flesh and feelings and thoughts, wonder at the variety of sensations we experience, gratitude for the complexity of our minds, our consciousness, the ways in which we are capable of such deep intellectual understanding and spiritual understanding or reckoning. This practice is a ministry of a kind, a ministry to the self. Self Self-care and self-love are indeed holy acts. We may practice gratitude for the difficult things, from inconveniences to physical or spiritual pain, not because some self-help guru or sacred text tells you that it is what you must do to attain happiness or joy, but because these things are part of our lived experience and are fragments of our wise person training. As Melody Beattie says in our reading, it is the alchemy that turns problems into blessings and the unexpected into gifts. Gratitude is transformative, a type of everyday magic that we can all access. Beatty says in another piece she's written on this topic, gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Powerful magic indeed. Perhaps we can consider the practice of gratitude as a beauty way, a way of moving through the world in grace and joy. Becoming a careful observer of all we experience may engender gratitude for the infinitesimal things and actions that make up the universe, such as gratitude for the hawk, for the mouse, and for witnessing the act of natural cycles as the hawk swoops down upon the mouse the interdependent web of life in motion. At this time of year, we may have gratitude for fall leaves and the fall season. Learning the beauty way of letting go by the standing nations. The way decomposition is lovely and tender. The coming together and the letting go. A dance as old as the universe and as young as an infant taking their last breath. Gratitude is a blessing to us and to the world, and a gratitude practice can be a way to bless the world. Again, the line from our hymn resonates. From you I receive, to you I give. Together we share, and from this we live. We can, with practice, find fragments of hope and beauty, love and joy, in a world fraught with violence at every turn. Collect these fragments of gratitude and transform them into a garment of hope, a superhero cape of gratitude, Joseph's Technicolor dream coat. The reminder that it takes all of us to make it is issued frequently in our faith by our leaders, which means that we are all in this life together, and each of us is interdependent on the rest of our human family to survive and to thrive. In the Unitarian Universalist version of the gospel hymn, I Need You to Survive, we frequently sing the lyric, we are all a part of one body. This is true of us as individual Unitarian Universalists, each a part of the larger body of our movement, and true of us as living beings, one part of the interdependent web of life. We all need each other to live into our full human potential. So let's start today by reaching out to one other person and letting them know how much they mean to you. Let us be thankful and practice gratitude for all of our blessings every day. And let us remember that we are all held by a divine love that never lets any of us go. Amen, Ashe, and blessed be. Let's sing together. Please join.